Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. Hope you had a great week with your business. This week, the topic is competing against low-cost writers. And this topic was suggested by podcast listener Danielle, who uh, lives and works in Israel. So thank you very much, Danielle, for uh, suggesting this topic. It's also a topic that I've had a lot of other podcast listeners suggest that I do as well. Competing against low-cost writers. How do you do that? How do you convince writers of your value when there are other writers out there who may be able to do it at a cheaper price? You know, um, for example, there are... Writers out there that will write a long-form sales page for $400. And there are writers out there that charge $10,000 for that. There are some writers out there that will write a whole website for $300. And there are many copywriters out there that won't even touch a website writing project for less than $3,000. And all these writers are getting work. (laughs) And obviously, you want to be the writer that charges the premium prices and and gets those, those kind of clients. So how do you do that? How do you compete against low-cost writers? What do you do when you're you're prospecting, when you're reaching out to potential new clients? And you get feedback. You get prospects saying, well, hey, I I can get a writer on Fiverr.com. That'll do this for me for $100. Why should I hire you for $1,000 for the same project? So how do you deal with that situation? I'm going to give you some tips on how to do that. And hopefully that'll help you. But just keep in mind that there are writers out there that are thousands and thousands of them that are very busy charging full professional rates for what they do and are not having any problems with fees. So let's get started with tip number one on competing against low-cost writers. And that is to position yourself as a professional class provider of writing services or copywriting services. And let me repeat that, that's important. Position yourself as a professional class provider. There are lots of providers of writing services. I mean, anybody could hang a shingle and put up a website and call themselves a writer and offer writing services or editorial services. But you're not that type of writer, are you? You offer professional class writing or copywriting services. Okay, you are in a different category. You're offering, you're a pr- premium provider of the services you, you offer. But in order for you to communicate that to the market, you need to position yourself that way. And that uh, involves how your website looks. Does your website communicate that you are a professional class provider of the services that you offer? Is your your website look professional? Is it well-designed? Is it well-written? Is it written like it's been written by a a solid professional class writer or copywriter? Okay. Uh, Is the way that you present yourself, the way you brand yourself, is that communicating that message to the market that you are a top-notch professional at what you do? Okay. That's all about positioning yourself. Are you positioning yourself as a professional class provider of the services you uh, offer? Or to look at this from another angle, 
are you positioning yourself inadvertently as, as a cheap writer? Do you have a lot of language on your website that talks about how affordable you are, how cheap you are? Do you list prices on your website that are really low? Um, are you doing things that are signaling to the market that you are an amateur or that you are a low-cost provider of the writing services that you offer. You're probably not doing that on purpose. You're doing it inadvertently, maybe by accident. But take a critical look at your website or have a friend or trusted colleague take a look at your website and your other outreach communications, your email, your social media, and ask them, say, what kind of impression do you get from my website? Do you get the impression that it's, I'm a solid, top-notch professional that offers a premium quality uh, writing or copywriting service? Or... Am I sending a mixed message to the market? Okay, try to get some constructive feedback from a friend or a colleague. But it's really important that you position yourself as someone who's a professional class provider. So when, when a prospect visits your website, the instant um, impact that they get, the instant impression that they get is, yes, this person is a solid professional. They know what they're doing. Uh, they're experienced, they're knowledgeable, they're skilled. This is the person we want to talk to. Because if a prospect has that attitude, if they get that impression, okay, then they're going to expect you to charge professional rates. It's not going to be as much of a problem, okay, because obviously they're, they see you as a professional. So that's tip number one. Tip number two is when you're talking to prospects, either by email or on the phone or in a live meeting, you want to focus that conversation on the results that your prospect wants to get, not on the price. You know, you're going to have to talk about price, but you want to make the main focus of the conversation about the results they want to achieve. Let me give you an example. Let's say a client has contacted you and they want you to write a white paper. Okay? They say, we're interested in getting a white paper done. One of the first questions you need to ask is, Mr. Prospect, what results are you hoping to achieve with this white paper? Or another way to ask it is, um, what are you hoping this white paper will do for you and your marketing program? And when you ask that kind of question, you are immediately signaling to the prospect that you're interested in results. Okay? So, and they may answer something like this. They may say, well, we're planning on using the white paper as a, in our lead generation campaigns. So therefore, we want the white paper to be very enticing because you want to generate a lot of leads with it. Okay, that's a result that they want. And you can have a discussion on how to uh, topic and write the white paper to make it as enticing as possible to work well in lead generation campaigns. When you're, when you're having a conversation on that level, then your price doesn't seem as important anymore as, as uh, it, it's it's obviously they need a they need a price from you they need it to be within a budget that they can uh, afford or get approved that's that's just the reality but you are talking about results okay so when it comes to price they're going to expect your price to be at a professional level right why wouldn't they Okay, so always focus the conversation with prospects on results, not price. In fact, when I submit a proposal, a price proposal or quotation to a client, the first line in that proposal, the first thing it says, it talks about results. It says, the project, as I understand it, Mr. Prospect, 
is to create and write a white paper that accomplishes this result. <laughs> okay, I actually put language like that at the very top of the proposal to let the prospect know that not only am I writing a white paper for them, but I'm writing a white paper with the, with the goal of helping them get results. Now, one thing to be clear, as a writer, you only play a role in getting results. You're not responsible for getting results. You're not responsible for a certain number of leads that a client's going to get from your white paper. You can't make those kinds of promises because there's so many other factors in, 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 at play. But, you know, you can still signal to the client that you are, that you're interested in results and interested in helping them get results. So that's tip number two. And that will distinguish you from a lot of other copywriters who are simply offering writing services at the cheapest price. Tip number three, and I call this tip, play in a better sandbox. Okay, a sandbox is simply an analogy. It means a sandbox is your market. It's where you go to find clients. Now, if you uh, do a lot of, uh, if you look for clients on Upwork, for example, and Upwork is a very good company. They offer a very good service. Uh, it's, you know, there, there's a lot of good you can get in your business by looking for projects and clients on Upwork or Fiverr or some of these other freelance job sites. Okay, I'm not being critical of them at all. However, it's a sandbox full of other copywriters who are bidding low on projects. Okay, and there's a lot of potential clients there who want a low price. You're basically putting your services up for auction. Okay, and what do you do at an auction? You want to get a deal. You want to get the lowest price possible, right? So you want to play in a better sandbox. Give me an example. I belong to an association in the industry that I target, one of the industries that I target, where in that association, it's full of potential clients for me. I am only one of two well-known copywriters in that association. That's it, two. There's me and there's this other person who's also very active in the association. So when anybody in that association is thinking of hiring a copywriter or needs copywriting help, who do you think they call? They call me or this other person, okay? So it's a much better sandbox for me to reach out and, and, um, and get prospects to find out about me. Okay, it's a better sandbox because there's not as much competition. A lot of competition at Upwork, okay? So find better sandboxes, okay? Find better places to um, look for clients, to meet potential clients that where, you, where they are looking for professional class copywriters, where price is not such an issue. Well, there's not as much competition, okay? So that's number three. Number four is to build your database of success stories. Let me give you an example. Many years ago, uh, my wife and I were thinking of hiring a kitchen contractor, and a few contractors dropped by our home to uh, pitch us on their kitchen renovation services. And I remember this one contractor uh, she, uh, you know, she sat down in her living room. She had a really thick binder. And she says, while I'm looking at your kitchen and doing some measuring, take a look at this binder, flip through it, and get some design ideas. So, when, so we did, and we sat down with her binder. And as we were flipping through her binder, 
it was one success story after another. It was a profile of one job she did, then another job she did, then another kitchen. There's beautiful pictures of all these kitchens that she renovated. And I know why she was doing it is that this is this binder, of course, had lots of great design ideas, but it was also her book of success stories. And success stories are so motivating. So build your, your file of success stories. Success stories can take the form of a testimonial from a client. That's a very simple success story when a client writes you a testimonial. Or it can be a story of how you wrote a client's website and how happy they are with it and the results that they're getting from the website that you wrote. could be a little story like that. I know a copywriter specializes in working with uh, financial services companies, and he has like five, six, seven, like one paragraph success stories on his website. Uh, just a mini success story on certain key projects that he's done for clients. Okay, success stories are very motivating. Uh, they're very convincing. Okay, they build belief in your services, but they do something else too is that they position you as a professional class provider who obviously charges professional rates, okay? So build your, your base of success stories. Uh, the best time to start doing that is two years ago, <laughs> okay? But the second best time to do that is start doing that is right now. Okay, start right now and building your base of success stories. So that's tip number four. Tip number five is go after better quality clients. I think I mentioned this tip uh, just a couple of podcasts ago under a different topic, but it fits here as well. Go after better quality clients. Find those clients who want to work with a professional class copywriter and who are already willing to pay professional rates. In fact, they want and expect to pay professional rates. Let me give you an example. If a marketing director of a technology company has a $5,000 budget, to get a white paper written. They are not going to be looking on Upwork for a white paper writer or any other freelance job site. They might, but likely they won't because they want to hire a professional. That marketing director has a $5,000 white paper writing budget. She is not going to be swayed by a writer approaching her saying, I'll do it for $400. You know, that's not going to convince her. In fact, that's going to make her very suspicious. She probably won't hire that writer because that writer is, his price is too low. Uh, she's going to assume that that writer is not a professional class copywriter of white papers. Okay, so you want to go after quality clients. Uh, this could be a challenge sometimes. Uh, you need to follow your nose to find out which clients are, are better quality than other clients. Okay, but you want to go after better quality clients, clients that are already looking for professionals and want to work with professionals. And the final tip, tip number six, is to focus on projects that require better quality writing, where poor writing or even okay writing just will not do. Okay, you need, they need really professional caliber writing for these projects. White papers is one of them. I remember a few years ago, I was working with a technology company, and they had a white paper that was written by uh, a very cheap copywriter. It might have been a, a writing firm, in fact. And it was awful. It just wasn't really good at all. It was hardly readable. And the president of the company called me upset because he needed that white paper 
for a trade show and he was embarrassed by the white paper that he got. So I got the job of actually rewriting that white paper. Okay, so white papers are one of those types of projects that require great writing because they're so high profile within a company. In this case, uh, that technology company, the CEO is going to use it at a trade show. It had to be high quality. Email campaigns, uh, sales pages, ads, landing pages. They need very uh, strategic, persuasive, B2B marketing copy for those things to work. Okay. Uh, also, industries and topics where there's a shortage of writer, writers. rather. Um, you know, If you're writing for big data and cloud technology companies, there isn't a lot of writers who understand those types of topics. Okay, so just supply and demand, you're able to charge professional rates and those companies are looking for professional class copywriters because there isn't a lot of writers that understand that, that topic matter. So focus on projects that require quality writing and that can instantly um, solve that problem of competing against low cost writers. So let me do a quick review here. Competing against low cost writers, you want to position yourself as a professional class provider of writing services. When you talk to clients, you want to focus the conversation on results more than the price. You want to play in better sandboxes when you are looking for clients. You want to build your base of success stories. You want to go after better quality clients, clients who are actually looking for professional class copywriters. And you want to focus on projects that require better quality writing. So hope those tips helped you. And Danielle, if you're listening, thank you very much for this topic suggestion. So that's this week's B2B Writing Success. I'm Steve Slonway. Uh, until next week, have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve White. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.